a reading from the book of Isaiah. In those days, Hezekiah became sick and was at the point of death. And Isaiah, the prophet, the son of Amos, came to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, Set your house in order, for you shall die, you shall not recover. Then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord and said, Remember now, O Lord, I beseech thee, how I have walked before thee in faithfulness and with a whole heart, and have done what is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Then the word of the Lord came to Isaiah, Go and say to Hezekiah, Thus says the Lord, the God of David your father, I have heard your prayer, I have seen your tears. Behold, I will add fifteen years to your life. I will deliver you and this city out of the hand of the king of Assyria, and defend this city. Continuation of the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, when Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion came forward to him, beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home, in terrible distress. And he said to him, I will come and heal him. But the centurion answered, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. And I say to one, Go, and he goes, and to another, Come, and he comes, and to my slave, Do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard him, he marveled, and said to those who followed him, Truly I say to you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. I tell you, many will come from east and west, and sit at the table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, while the sons of the kingdom will be thrown into outer darkness. There... Men will weep and gnash their teeth. And to the centurion, Jesus said, Go, be it done for you as you have believed. And the servant was healed at that very moment. The saving words of the gospel. We are in Lent. This is Thursday after Ash Wednesday. These preliminary days we have were, were added along the way. Once upon a time, Lent used to begin on the first Sunday of Lent. But we have these added days now. We round out numbers and so forth. And it's good that we have this little entryway into, into uh, Lent like this. Um, today we celebrate uh, Mass in spirit at the little beautiful little church of San Giorgio in Velabro. Um, that's the station church, the Roman station. It's uh, in an area of Rome where there were once lots of markets down near the Tiber River. You, if you've been to Rome and you've visited Santa Maria in Cosmadine and went to see the Bocca della Verità, the Mouth of Truth, you know, the big kind of old Roman manhole cover that uh, has a face and uh, you put your hand in it, you know, it's like in the movie was it uh, Roman Holiday with, was it Audrey Hepburn and Gregory Peck, I think. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's right down in that area. And it was kind of a Greek quarter. And so we had, we have San Giorgio and Bellabro. And the Collect Church was just across the way, San Nicola in Carcere. They would gather at San Nicola in Carcere and then go over to San Giorgio singing uh, litanies and so forth, and then they'd have Mass in San Giorgio. 
And in South Georgia, you can venerate the skull of, of uh, St. George. And um, it's also associated with St. Sebastian, uh, who was killed right nearby there and then thrown into the Cloaca Maxima, the great sewer of Rome. They fished him out and, and uh, brought him back to health, and the rest is history. Today, anyway, we have something of, because of Sebastian and because of George, we have something of a military spirit, a martial spirit in this Mass, which is fitting for this first uh, day of Lent. Um, Ash Wednesday had its imagery and themes. Now we have, now we are, it's as if we are soldiers who are engaged, and the first thing that we have to do is we have to breach that door to get in. And so here we are as, as soldiers breaching the door uh, in these days before, before Sunday. And our station tells us something of the spirit of today's Mass, you know, St. George and, and St. Sebastian being soldiers remind us that we are church militant. And so we heard in that intro at, uh, chant and in that intro at Antiphon, uh, wouldn't it be lovely if we could have sung Masses like this and, and uh, have all the Gregorian chant for it. Anyway, the intro, it says, When I called upon the Lord, I heard my voice from those who wore against me, and he humbled them, who is before all ages and remains forever. Cast your care upon the Lord, and he will support you. So he makes a reference in here to those who war against us. Uh, this is us. We're standing, at, we're standing at the beginning of Mass, and we are in this antiphon, fully aware that there are those who war upon us. So we have to have something of the martial spirit of this Mass, because in reality we have enemies in this life. Um, we have human enemies, and we have also... Um, demonic uh, enemies, fallen angels, and we have the, the human agents of the demonic enemy who are perhaps possessed agents of the devil. We have enemies within against whom we are at war because of original sin, and those enemies are lust of the eyes and lust of the flesh and the pride of life which are the three qualities of the tree in the Garden of Eden. Remember it was remember the description of the tree in the Garden of Eden. It was good to look at, it was good for tasty fruit, and it provided knowledge. And all three of these things were forbidden by God. And so in the fall of our first parents, and with the wound to our human nature in original sin, we have these enemies always that we are at war with because of original sin, and that is lust of the eyes, looking at things you tend to want it, lust of the flesh, that's disordered concupiscences towards the pleasures of life and so forth, and the pride of life, which is, has to do with knowledge, which things that are forbidden, and it also has to do with vaunting ourselves and our own accomplishments or, or, and also being seen to be, to be great, that sort of thing. Uh, another aspect of this Mass that, uh, that we can tease out, uh, St. George, um, the Dragon Slayer, and uh, on the one hand, because this is the Station Mass, and then we have Hezekiah, the King of Judah, in, from the Old Testament reading that we had in the book of Isaiah, and 
Then we have the boldly confident and yet humble Roman centurion. And in all of these cases, uh, I think we can find, in these three examples, we can find something connected here. They seem to say for us, battle like St. George and, and St. Sebastian, who was also a soldier, and battle like St. George and never give up. Pray without flagging like Ezekiel and purify the temple of the body as he did the temple of, of the idols. Uh, you remember the story of Hezekiah. Uh, go back and check it if you don't remember, but he purified the temple. And humble yourselves like the centurion. And of course, you just heard that one. The centurion, of course, like the others, was acting on behalf of another. And so did St. George in slaying the dragon. So did Hezekiah in purifying the temple. And so did the centurion in coming to the Lord. They all acted on behalf of the other. In each, uh, and especially in the case of the centurion, someone far, far below his social status. He went out of his way um, to find help for his servant from the Lord. So Hezekiah also was ill. And he he prayed to the Lord and then gave and the Lord gave more life. The centurion's servant was ill. The centurion prayed to the Lord and the Lord gave more life. Well, when we fall into sin and we become sick in our soul, we need to pray to the Lord that he give us more life. And the place where we do that, the intersection of those things all happens in the confessional. Why? Just as St. George and Hezekiah and Centurion acted on behalf of others, we, when we go to confession, we act not only our, on our own behalf, but on the behalf of others as well, because we're all in this together. When we sin, we hurt everyone. When we rise again, we raise everyone with us a little bit, like the tide that raises all boats or lowers all boats. And so we, we do this, especially um, going to the Lord, praying to the Lord for more life, in other words, the, the state of grace, uh, especially in order to serve him better and to serve him well in whatever ways he chooses for us.